Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast is in your life today. First and foremost, I want to say that if you hear some kind of rumbling or some kind of something generating in the background of this podcast, I do apologize for that. Apparently, my next door neighbors or my downstown, my downstown, my downstairs neighbors, my landlords decided to run a generator for some weird reason almost around this time at night. And I would wait until later on to do it, but let's face it, the excitement of Loki, the season finale, god damn it, did we get a definitive ending for the Loki season finale, and oh my, what an ending it was. I could not contain my excitement, I cannot contain what is coming up next, holy shitballs. But let me calm down. Let me calm down. Let me just take this moment to go woo and just talk about the episode and the season in its entirety. Now, I will admit, I will admit, I was skeptical. You know, I was skeptical with WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, with them compacting everything into nine episodes and six episodes. I thought that maybe the MCU did not have much of a, a chance or even the forefront to think, okay, you know what? We have to kick this off. And, and even if we have a cliffhanger, we just need to end this with a bang. To, to get people talking. To get people riled up. And god damn it did they deliver. So, let me not beat around the bush anymore, okay? And for those of you that are thinking, oh, I thought you do your podcast episodes either Thursday night or Friday morning. Yes, yes I do. But considering the fact that tomorrow is my birthday, happy 31 birthday to me. Uh, tomorrow's my birthday and I'm filling in for a friend of mine to be at the radio station so I'm going to be there all day plus I will be on the air 8pm Eastern Time on WVOX 1460 AM radio if you look on my Facebook, Twitter, Instagram I will be posting the link sometime around the afternoon so be on the lookout for that and I will repost a poster that I quickly made from Canva.com shout out to them by the way using their free service thank you very much And I just wanted this point to put myself out there a little bit more, put myself out there to be comfortable for you, the fans, the listeners, you know, the people, because I serve the people, we, the people. I love saying that, I really do. There's just something about that statement. And even though it came from Jack Swagger WWE years ago, and, you know, I got to give credit to where credit is due. And, you know, I, I, I was a fan. So what? So what? You know, I'm, I'm human. I'm human. But yes, let me not beat around the bush anymore. Let me go straight right down to it. This episode of the podcast is going to be giving a shout out to my man, my guy, Corey Disson. Corey Disson is now creating a logo for me, a very unique logo for my voiceover website, for my voiceover brand. And guess what? 
I've seen the kit so far, and hopefully everything will be finalized in the next couple of days, which means the podcast is going to have an interesting look. It's going to be brought to you by the voice of Garcia. I'm going to be incorporating everything together because this podcast is a part of me. This podcast is a part of my brand, Voice of Garcia, Ever Upward VO. And you know why I chose Ever Upward VO? Some of you already know this, others don't. But you know what? It's okay. This is in response And for everything that Stan Lee has given us, Excelsior was his motto, Ever Upward. So I feel like doing that in an English format for voiceover, Ever Upward, he inspired me to do this podcast, he inspired me, he inspired so many people around the world to do what they do best in the passionate world of comic books in general. Superheroes, what do they do? They inspire, they inspire you to do greater, they inspire you to be to be bigger, to be better than what you are, to always help others, to make sure that nothing stands in your way, to always push forward no matter what, help your fellow people in need, always help someone out because that's what it means to be a fucking hero for God's sake, man. Holy shit. I'm I'm driving up the wall here, but let me get back to my shout out. Shout out to Corey Disson. If you like his work, if he is a marketing and business coach. So if you want to work on your business, if you want to work on ways to put yourself out there in the terms of marketing, if you have something that you want to bring out to the world, by all means, hit him up. Corey Disson. That's C-O-R-E-Y-D-I-S-S-I-N. Look him up on Twitter. He's on my Twitter feed. So I've been retweeting a few of his posts. You can look him up on LinkedIn. You can look him up on Instagram. You can look him up on so many platforms. If you want yourself to be out there. And even if you're not in the world of voiceover, it doesn't matter. He can still help you do what you need to do. I am not sponsored by him. By all means, this is not a sponsor. I, a part of me wish it was. It is not a sponsor. I'm not selling anything. I'm just giving shout outs and I'm giving credit to where credit is due because he is helping out. He, he is helping me out tremendously. I'm getting tongue tied here. I don't give a shit. He is helping me out tremendously. By all means, search him up. Corey Dyson. I want to say Dyson, but I know it's not Dyson because if it's Dyson, it's D-Y-S-O-N. Corey Dyson. That's all we got to say about that. Enough beating around the bush. Let's dive into some Loki, the season finale, the deep dive, and the world, the start of Multiverse of Madness. That starts, come back. For weeks now, for weeks, I was convinced, I was convinced in my soul of souls that the guy that would be in charge of everything, the guy that would create the TVA, the guy that would basically enforce all of the rules and all of the creation that happened would be another variation of Loki, a more superior type, enigmatic, all-powerful Loki. And in a way, it kind of makes sense to me because, you know, in the last episode, which was episode five, we came across our Loki going into the void. And then you just see all these other Lokis, these different iterations of Loki. You got Kid, Classic, the big guy, the big strong guy, and you got the alligator Loki. And then you got President Loki, which I thought was fucking phenomenal. But, you know, 
fucking alligator low keep in his hand. So I was convinced. I was convinced that we would have a more superior Loki. Never did I think that we would see Kang, Kang the Conqueror in the flesh. I thought he was going to make his debut in Ant-Man and the Wasp movie or Ant-Man and the Quantumania movie. But instead, we get him in this. And you know what? It just makes that much more sense. Because as soon as he comes onto the screen, I'm like, who the fuck is that guy? I mean, yeah, he's wearing purple, which means, and you know, purple is the color of royalty. I, I get that. But I'm like, who the hell is that guy? And I, I, I was... What's the word? Abysmal? I was ab- ab- abysmal in terms of who the hell that was. And then when he said, I've been called by many names. A conqueror, uh, a god, or a scientist, whatever the hell he said. And I'm like, oh my god, I remember, this is Kang. And I forgot, this is the actor guy that got casted as Kang. So, did I just say Kang? <laughs> Kang, sorry, my bad. This is the actor that got casted as Kang the Conqueror and I'm like oh shit it's about to go down and he explained to the both Lokis our Loki and the female Loki Sylvie he explained to both of them that he came up with an idea of I only saw the episode once and I really want to see it again I I know I should have seen it twice or three times before making this podcast but please bear with me here I'm basing everything based on memory considering that all day was a hectic day okay so He said that he had to preserve the timeline because all the other variations of him was basically... And by the way, before I continue on, he never referred to himself as Kang. He referred to himself as the He Who Remains. He Who Remains. And even the credits, the end credits, pointed out He Who Remains. So he never really gave his name as Kang, but... We know it's Kang. Like, we know. MCU. You can't try to pull a fast one on us. We know it's him. So, cut your shit. Anyway, he explained that there were other variants of him that had good intentions and others did not. So, by him preserving the secret timeline, which was the main reason why he created the TVA. Because, let's face it, the Timekeepers, that was all a bunch of bullshit. I, I knew it was a bunch of bullshit. Come on. Three figures, the I almighty timekeepers to preserve the timeline. I knew there was someone pulling the strings. And apparently you get a lot of references of puppets on strings, especially when it comes to something like this. But other variants of Kang had a different approach. And they started the multiversal war. And he explained to Loki, he explained to both of them, that they can take over his place. He's tired. He's been doing this for a very, very, very long fucking time. And maybe if they take over, maybe they can make it better. Maybe they can do something with it. Or they can just do whatever the hell they want, ensuring that chaos and madness would roam free. And both Lokis have really, really thought about it. First of all, Sylvie, credit to Sylvie. I mean, I get it. Maybe her character arc was, you know, not to be trustworthy or not to have any trust for anyone from the very beginning. But... The arc, in a way, changed for our current Loki, and it didn't really change for Sylvie, which I'm not mad at, because we kind of knew from the very beginning, and I know some fans on Twitter and everybody else were like, oh my god, she betrayed Loki. Did she, though? Did she, though? Because we knew from the very back then, from the very beginning, that all she wanted was revenge against the TVA. They destroyed her childhood. She was pretty much on the run since she was, what, 10? 12, 15, I don't know what, how old she was when they took her away. 
And when they tried to prune her and capture her and send her into the void, who knows how old she was. But what I'm trying to say is her childhood was basically ruined by them. So her number one goal is revenge. You can't just meet another variation version of yourself, even though nobody has. I hope someone does. You can't just do that and then, you know, out of in the time span for those Lokis together, a week, maybe a little bit more. You can't just wipe that all away versus years of resentment and vengeance and and, and the thought of getting back at the people that destroyed your life. It takes way more than just just something good to happen and, and just to change your mind. You know what I mean? Especially with someone that has a cold heart like, I wouldn't say cold heart, but has a vengeful heart like Sylvie. But credit to our Loki, who has a complete changed arc, even though our experience in terms of what we've seen through his eyes, the experience of what we've seen through his eyes in terms of dealing with Thor, dealing with the Avengers, dealing with the Dark Elves, dealing with Thanos, getting killed by Thanos, that has not happened to him yet. That's something that he has seen. But because he has seen all of that, it began for him to change his ways. It began for him to ensure that he can be a good person. He can be a... Someone that is trustworthy, you know, because let's face it, there are two main factors of what makes Loki a Loki. One, they survive. Loki survives. No matter how much you kill one, somehow he comes right back. We've seen this ever in movies, in all forms of media, and even now he comes back. So Loki survives. And two, they have major trust issues. And the line that our Loki definitely has said perfectly She is a person, she is a Loki that can't trust. And he is a Loki that can't be trusted. And that was the perfect line that summarized them both. But here's the difference. Our Loki has changed his ways. You can trust him. You can depend on him. He wants to do good. He doesn't want the throne anymore. He doesn't want power. Hell, Miss Minutes, who was basically the second in command to Kang the Conqueror, she was like, yeah... If you want a world that can beat the Avengers, it's yours. You want the Infinity Gauntlet, it's yours. And can you imagine, can you imagine real quick on how awesome that would be? I believe there was a, um, there was a picture or something that was teased by the MCU. And I think they took it off because it was either spoilery or they found no use for it. Where they had a a different timeline. I really wish they showed the scene, but it was a picture that I saw on Twitter. They had a... A scene where there was a timeline where Loki reigned supreme. And everyone else, there were four other people in the chamber. I believe it was Thor's friends in, in, the, in the room of Asgard. And they, they cheered him and they clapped for him. And he was the ruler. He was the king of kings. He was the, the supreme god of everything. Now, can you imagine, even though it would have been an interesting Scene, And I really, really, really wish they showed the scene. Can you imagine that there was a flashback of Loki actually becoming this way? Something that he's wanted for a very, very long time since childhood. That we that they can have a scene where he literally controls everything and then have Loki ponder on it just a little bit more. Even though this episode was shorter than the others, which I'm kind of bummed out on that because they could have stretched the scenes a little bit more to show 
much more of an emotional impact. I say this all the time. You have to have an emotional impact with your audience so that way they can become attached and that way they can draw the feeling out so much more. But they did it. They cut that scene off. Kind of disappointed. It's not for me to hang my hat on. Okay. So, Kang gives him a dilemma. He gives him a dilemma because let's face it, this entire show from the very beginning, what was the main theme? Destiny. Are we responsible for our choices? Does free will exist or are we just pawns of fate and destiny? And Loki was all about making his own choices. And even then, I was disappointed from the first episode where I'm like, really? Like, we don't have free will? Everything is predetermined? I don't buy that for a second. Maybe you can call me an old-fashioned guy. Maybe you can call me a strong believer of free will, which I am. I am. God gave us free will. The one and only God. And others, if you believe, you know, Buddha, the Egyptian gods, and whatever, yada, yada. Anyway, he gave us free will. And we have the right to make whatever choices that we make to better or worse our lives. It's what makes us who we are. It's what our choices makes us who we are. And that defines Loki in it in it of its entirety. So he was always resented the idea that he is a pawn to these puppets. He's resented this idea from the very beginning, which is why he was desperate to find the timekeepers, find who controlled and created the TVA and disposed of them, or at least take control over them or do away with them and then take control over the powers the most powerful beings in the universe, while Sylvie just wanted to destroy everything and burn everything to the ground. So it's very interesting at the very last scene that we saw them two fight each other out. And yeah, there was a kissing scene. I didn't mind it. You know, self-love. Two variants, two versions of the same being, self-love, they love each other. Cool, great, awesome. But like I said, you can't just take away years of vengeance in a matter of a week. You just can't. You can try. And maybe some other people are susceptible to that. Maybe some other people can have an open mind. Maybe some people can realize, you know what? Maybe this is not the way. And Kang warned them. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, got a little bit of a buzz going on there. Kang warned them. Kang warned them where he's like, listen, if you kill me... You're going to unleash something that much worse. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. And she did. And now you just see the branches. And you see the timeline. The multiverse war. The multiversal war has begun. So when Loki came back to the TVA. He came back to Mobius. Mobius and Hunter B-15. They have no idea who the hell he is because now he's in a different timeline where now it's not governed by the timekeepers anymore. It's governed by Kang. Kang is now the ruler. Kang is now the conqueror. Kang is the one supreme being. And you just see the branches and everything has gone off. Everything. Which leads into the multiverse of madness. <laughs> Fuck yes, man. Hell yeah, the multiverse of madness. So now it's expected that Loki, Doctor Strange, and Wanda, the Scarlet Witch, are all going to be together in the multiverse of madness movie. And Benedict Cumberbatch and Sam Raimi did say that they're going to try to make this movie as scary as humanly possible. I won't say humanly possible, but... This is probably going to be the closest horror movie that we can ever have 
to an MCU film. You know, not that bullshit from the New Mutants. No, I'm talking a true horror fanatic. It'll probably be a PG-13 horror movie. Whatever. There's an audience for it. It is what it is. I'm not a fan of it. Whatever. But I am a fan of great storytelling, great writing, and the fact that this is going to get me, this is getting me excited that much more. And then on top of all of that, you got Spider-Man. You got Spider-Man. No, you, the tr- the three Spider Men. You know damn well they're now gonna come together. This, if this does not clinch, where we can have Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland together in one sitting against the Sinister Six, my God, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? The writing is there. It's right. It's delivered to you on a silver platter. For God's sake, man. So. It's not confirmed because we don't have a trailer yet, but I'm pretty sure this is where we're going to lead to. And on top of all of that, on top of all of that, my guy, we have Loki Season 2, which means this multiversal shit is not over and will not be over for quite a while, my guy. For quite a while. Oh, man. Let me calm down. Let me take a breath, okay? This is all exciting stuff. And... This is by far, I'm, I'm not going to say, I'm, I'm hesitant to say one of my top 10 Marvel, favorite Marvel shows. Because I really need to dissect everything and, you know, in order for me to say what has been my favorite Marvel show, I have to see the beginning all the way to the end. No bullshit, no, you know, filler, I'm sure there were a couple filler episodes, but in and of its entirety... I love the show a lot. Better than WandaVision. I'm sorry. I gotta say it. It's better than WandaVision. Better than Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm sorry. I gotta say it. Very few people understand and remember how a show or movie begins. But a lot of them understand and remember on how it ends. Because how it ends leaves a drastic impact. And we're going to be talking about it for a while up until the movies begins. So now you got all these other storylines and you got all these other branches and now and now you got all these other branches which means everything is colliding everything is branching everything is changing which means we're going to get the X-Men we're going to get the Fantastic 4 Deadpool they just did a video of Deadpool with Korg which means Deadpool is not part of the MCU so hallelujah for that and instead of obviously Rest in peace to Stan Lee. He died. We can't do cameos anymore. But MCU, again, it's right there on the silver platter. If you need someone to do a cameo everywhere, Wade Wilson is right there. Wade Wil- Ryan Reynolds, he's right there. He's right fucking there. You don't need him for a, a, a gigantic scene. Just a cameo. Just a cameo. And people are going to be like, oh shit, there he is. That's Wade Wilson. Holy shit, there he is. He's right there. What's he going to do? Nothing. He'll probably eat a, a taco, a burrito, or something. I mean, MCU. Come on. And so what if he's asking for a shitload of money? Come on. Don't be cheap. You're worth extra billions of dollars. Don't be cheap. But in any case, Loki leading into all of these other movies, this is a definite start to Marvel Phase 4. Not WandaVision, I'm sorry, not WandaVision, not the Falcon and Winter Soldier, because they had their own individual stories. This leads to something bigger. 
And this is going to be more of a detriment and more of, I'm hopefully I'm using that in the right context. This is going to be more of an issue bigger than Thanos, bigger than anything else. And I can't wait to see what happens next. Holy shit, Loki delivered in so many positive ways. A couple of quick things before I wrap this all up. You know, some things that I forgot to mention. I'm glad to see Morbius is back. I believe, um, what's her face? I completely forgot her name. Ravager, uh, Renee, Ramona, Ramona. I think it's Ramona. Ratonia, I don't fucking remember her name. I don't give a shit. She's a, she's a baddie. She's a cunt. She's a cunty cunt. Anyway, you know, she goes off and she's trying to find free will. But she said in the scene before, the one in charge has free will. And she's trying to find free will, which means she's trying to find Kang. And who knows? Maybe she will find Kang and maybe they will join forces because who the hell knows? And that's just me guessing. That's just me guessing. So now Mobius with new rewired memories. Hopefully those two and Loki, they do a little buddy cup tag team like we've seen from the show all the way till now. I really wish we had the scene of him being on a jet ski because that would have made him happy. I really wish we saw the scene where Hunter B-15, maybe we saw what her life is like. You know, who? what's going to happen with Sylvie? Is she going to take over the throne now? Is she going to be the the the, the ruler of, of everything? Is she going to have much more of a conflict with our Loki now? Is she going to join forces with him, with Doctor Strange and Wanda? Is There are so many questions that can come up to this. But, but, let's face it. No matter how much I love to talk about it, and no matter how much we want to deal with it and listen to it, we have to be patient. We have to be patient because things are going to take time and everything is unraveling. And on top of all of that, I'm going to say on top of all of that so many times now, we have the Marvel's What If movie. I believe it's coming in August, if I'm not mistaken. August. And I like to see different variations because now that's what they're called. Different variations, excuse me, different variations of that character, of the characters that we love so much. Off the poster, we got Captain Carter, you know. We got uh, Black Panther as the Ravager. Then we got Doctor Strange as someone else. We got Spider-Man as Doctor Strange. We got Gamora as the Titan. So that's pretty interesting, and there's just so much that's going on, and those can be different branches and different timelines, and chances are we're going to see a lot of characters coming back, but they're going to be coming back as different versions of themselves, because let's face it, the multiverse is here, and the war has begun. That's all I gotta say about that. That's all we have for today on this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. As a reminder, tune in tomorrow on the radio show WVOX 1460 AM Radio, where I will be live 8 p.m. It's going to take five minutes because of all the commercials and everything else to go right through, but then I will begin talking and I will talk about anything that comes to my mind. The rise and fall of Conor McGregor, maybe a Black Widow quick review, what... If there's anything that I didn't say leading up to Marvel Phase 4 and 5, what I would like to see, 
voiceover if you're a voiceover fanatic or if you're a voice actor yourself i can talk a little bit more about that and whatever you like to do and you can call in i will provide the number tomorrow so if you want to call in and have a chance to talk to me and have a chance to be on the radio you can do it by all means but i will provide that number tomorrow when i'm on the air so if you want to call in and be on the air well you got to tune in and listen if you want to say your piece just please 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 keep it clean no profanity, no racism talk, no, you can speak your mind, that's fine, but please, no, n- none of the bad shit, please, okay, I, I'm, I am taking responsibility in keeping the show going by being on the air, and I'm trusting you, the listeners, to do the same thing if you decide to call in, if you don't decide to call in, if you don't want to be on the air, that's fine, you don't have to, you can listen to me rant, Whichever the case, if you don't like it, you can switch the channel, whatever the case may be. But please, please, please be respectful. I cannot stress that enough. Because if you don't, I will hang up on you. I'm going to have to dump you. That's a term in the radio show. We're going to have to dump you. And it's going to look bad for you. It's going to look bad for you. So please don't do it. Keep it clean. Keep it fresh. Keep it fun. That's all I ask. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can hit me up on Voice of Garcia on Twitter or Instagram. Check out my website, voiceofgarcia.com. As I said earlier, there will be a new logo. Everything is going to be new, a new look, a new feel, new fucking everything. My image, my colors, my standards, my rates. Do what we got to do. Voice of Garcia, the brand itself, will be bigger, better, better. Ever Upward VO is here and it's coming. Oh, it's coming. Now, before we end this awesome night off, let's go into our super villain quote of the day because it is now episode 128, as you already know. And this one is from Kang the Conqueror himself. And he says, The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. And my reaction to that is this. If you had an idea, and this is how I'm guessing in terms of, you know, how it relates to me, maybe it can relate to you as well. If you had an idea a long time ago and you haven't gotten to it, get it done now. All the excuses, all the stuff, all the reasoning, all the distractions, everything that is telling you that you can't do something because it's too late, by all means, do it do it now. I'm going to do some Arnold Schwarzenegger real quick. Do it. Do it now. That was a terrible impression. Jesus Christ. That's all we have for today. Once again, tomorrow I will be on the radio show. And I'm going to have fun. Tomorrow's also my birthday. Friday night. Friday night to Saturday morning. I may have a special guest arriving and we're going to be talking more Batman related stuff you know let's take a little break from Marvel go into DC Comics especially to talk about the new Teen Titans that's also going to be premiering I believe it's August 12th not new Teen Titans I'm sorry the Titans show on HBO Max and I, I can't I can't help it I love the Teen Titans the Titans show on HBO Max season 3 will be coming out August 12th so we're probably going to be talking a little bit about that 
and what her views are on everything that's going on in the world of comic books in general, especially with how women now are either being objectified or sexualized or whatever the case may be. I need another perspective and I feel like she is the perfect person to talk to me about these issues because let's face it, these has been some issues that have been going on for a while and I kind of want to pick her brain to see what she thinks about it. So stay tuned for that. Till then, remember, in the world of comic book, news, games, shows, movies, whatever the case may be, if you hear about it and you read about it, I talk about it, controversial or otherwise. Stay safe. Till next time, I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.